You're listening to the Diet Rebel Podcast with Kiki Smith. If you're a woman who hates the idea of having to choose between loving your body and changing it, then you are a Diet Rebel and this podcast is for you. In this podcast, we talk about everything from loving your body exactly as it is now to becoming the most fit, lean, and toned you've ever been, no matter how old you are, how many tiny humans you've birthed, or how many times you've lost and regained the same 15 or 50 pounds. Seriously, you don't wanna miss it. So grab a snack, preferably protein-based, and sit back and enjoy this episode. The question is, you've mentioned that healthy behaviors don't always lead to weight loss and vice versa. So like aesthetic-based behaviors aren't always healthy. Where does muscle building come into play? I understand the role that you're saying that it can play in sculpting the body or making fat loss faster, et cetera. But are muscle building behaviors like lifting, eating tons of protein, bulking, et cetera, actually healthy for us as we age? Is there any health benefit or am I ultimately just damaging my body and putting my bones at risk trying to chase some elusive fountain of youth? That question is a mouthful (laughs) and I'm not even sure that we can address it in a quick tip, but I will attempt to. So an answer to the question. So like for some background, I definitely recommend checking out the episodes where I talked about this, that like healthy doesn't always mean weight loss and vice versa. So like just because you're doing behaviors that are considered healthy doesn't mean you're going to lose weight. I know a lot of people confuse health with weight loss. So they just think like I eat really healthy. I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. So check out the episodes where I've talked about that in the past. And I would also recommend checking out the episode where I talked about five signs that you're losing muscle instead of fat. So those are definitely going to give you a little bit more background to this type of conversation. But essentially what we're talking about here is, is there benefits to adding muscle beyond, you know, the vanity aspect of how you look, but also is it because there's kind of a piece of that question that's saying is muscle building behaviors actually damaging my body. So I'm going to try to address the multiple questions that you have in here by just talking about the ways that muscle affects health. And we'll see where that takes us. So basically, when we're looking at muscle, having muscle, gaining muscle, keeping muscle, we talk a lot about it in reference to metabolism. But I want to talk about some of the other ways that having muscle affects your body, but also, you know, muscle loss, which is uh, also known as muscle atrophy, can have a lot of negative effects on your health. So when we're talking about muscle loss, often on these episodes, we're talking about in reference to how they're affecting your body. But there are other ways that muscle loss does impact your body beyond just the, you know, the way that you look. So one of those is muscle is like where your strength is. So having decreased strength and decreased like functionality of the muscles, like when you lose muscle mass, that's going to lead to an overall reduction in your strength and functional abilities. And this is the stuff that's very important because I know specifically you're saying, is it healthy as we age? So I definitely want to address the aging piece of the puzzle. So not having strength, as you age, not having functionality of your muscle, like allowing your muscles to atrophy and allowing that strength to decrease and not being able to do basic functional movements means that as you get older, a lot of the daily activities like 
walking or climbing the stairs or carrying groceries, you know, just little things, picking something up and putting away, all of those things become more challenging. So there's a lot of things that we tend to just look at in the elderly population when we're younger and we just associate them with being old and we just think, oh, grandma, you know, can't lift herself up out of the chair or has a hard time getting out of bed or you know, we kind of just think that these things are associated with getting old and the muscle loss is actually the bigger piece that's associated with getting old. So that's why I thought it was very interesting that you said, you know, that you're damaging your bones, chasing some, you know, elusive fountain of youth, because there is also losing muscle actually impairs your bone health. So muscle is what provides support to your bones and like when you contract your muscles that actually stimulates bone growth so loss of muscle mass would actually damage your bones more because that would lead to decreased bone density and that's when you're going to actually have that increased risk of osteoporosis and fractures which are so common especially in women as they age so thinking that you are damaging your body or putting your bones at risk by lifting is actually 100% the opposite of what's happening when you are you know strength training and focusing on keeping that muscle growth so you definitely are not compromising your body. If anything, like I say, if you are losing muscle, that uh, impairs your bone health. It compromises your joint health because muscles also provide support to the joints. So when your muscles weaken, then that contributes to joint pain and discomfort. Again, all things that we associate with getting older when they're actually associated with muscle loss, muscle atrophy. So, you know, something like arthritis can actually worsen with reduced muscle. So when you are building muscle, you're actually helping a lot of those things. So, you know, when we see elderly people, you know, when we're like in our young, like I say, 20s, 30s, even 40s, a lot of times if we see someone in their, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, we hear about them falling or breaking their hips or all these things, a lot of that is contributed to muscle. So with less muscle, you're actually going to have an increased risk of those falls happening. So weaker muscles are going to make you more unstable. So when you are more unstable, you know, when you have these weaker muscles, more instability, then you're going to have a higher risk of falls as you age, as you get older. So, and when you have more falls, that means you're going to have more fractures, you're going to have more sprains, and you're going to start being more injury prone as you get older. And then because of the fact that your muscles and bones and ligaments and tendons are all weaker, it also takes longer to heal and or, you know, has seemingly an inability to heal so that actually affects your overall mobility your overall independence so if you want to have more independence as you age having a higher amount of muscle mass actually contributes to that so those are some of the things that you definitely want to think about when we're looking at the bone health aspect that you talked about now in addition to that health-wise yes we know that having muscle mass is going to improve your metabolism. Your muscle tissue is always going to play a very critical role in your metabolism. You know, we talk about that all the time here. If your muscle mass decreases, then your body's ability to burn calories also decreases. So, you know, that actually contributes to weight gain. And then that makes it harder for you to be able to maintain a healthy weight. And again, yes, that sounds like it's just, you know, 
vanity or aesthetic, but it's important to understand that a lot of the things that we hear about when we talk about health concerns, a lot of health concerns are connected to obesity and to having a higher body fat percentage, which usually is just kind of thrown all together and lumped into the, you know, weight category of, hey, just lose more weight and these health markers will improve. And even though that's an overgeneralization of it, it's the fat mass that is typically causing a lot of those issues, which is impaired when you don't have enough muscle mass. So having more muscle mass allows your body to be able to burn more fat. So not going to harp on that too long because obviously you know and have heard me talk about that, which is why you think that maybe it's just about vanity. But one of those big factors that we talk about when we talk about like a lot of like lifestyle related diseases where uh, having a higher body fat percentage plays in, one of those is in type 2 diabetes. So that is another place where having muscle actually helps. So not only in being able to reduce the amount of body fat that you have, but also when you have a lower amount of muscle mass, that's usually associated with insulin resistance. So insulin resistance is where, you know, your body's cells basically don't respond to insulin properly. So that actually increases your risk of type 2 diabetes. So that's one of the things that a lot of type 2 diabetics actually find as a plus, as a benefit, is when you add more muscle mass, it actually improves your ability to process glucose. And so you can actually start to overcome that insulin resistance. So having a higher body fat actually leads to more insulin resistance. So you want to be able to improve that, you can add more muscle mass or keep the muscle mass that you have. Another thing, though, that people don't tend to think about when we're talking about, you know, having a, you know, more muscle mass is cardio. So a lot of people think that cardio improves cardio, which it does, but muscles actually do support your cardiovascular system. So they actually help with blood circulation. So if you're not focusing on muscle and you're thinking like, oh, well, I just want to do cardio because I want to focus on healthy behaviors. When you start losing muscle, that actually makes your blood circulation poorer. So muscle loss contributes to poor blood circulation, which actually increases the risk of cardiovascular issues. So it's not just about doing cardio to help your heart. Having muscles on your body also helps your heart. The heart is a muscle. So a lot of people don't think about that, that, you know, endurance and cardio exercises do help the endurance portion of that muscle, but strength training and having muscle actually increases the strength of the heart muscle. So don't just assume that skipping cardio, I mean, that only adding cardio is the way to take care of your heart health. You absolutely can still take care of your heart health with strength training, adding muscle. So you don't want to increase your risk of like heart diseases and hypertension and things like that. Having more muscle on your frame actually helps those things. So it, a lot of people don't realize that when you have muscle Again, because it affects your heart, because it affects the muscles surrounding your heart and surrounding your lungs and your breathing capacity, that means that muscles also help with your respiratory function. So again, one of those areas that you don't really think about is connected to that. Like we just think about like things where we're breathing heavy, like running or something like that. 
actually strengthening lung capacity, but muscles, all of the muscles that are involved in your breathing can actually weaken if you lose muscle. So this leads to more difficulties in breathing. And when you have more difficulties breathing, that decreases your lung capacity. So it's affecting, yes, your health, not just your, the way that you look. There's a lot of things on the inside that are affected by that. And because something like your heart and your lungs are affected by how much muscle mass you have, that means that losing muscle also contributes to being more fatigued. So you'll see increased fatigue when you're losing muscle. So that's one of the things, like I said, that I talked about in the uh, episode on signs that you're losing muscle. When your muscles are weaker, they require more effort to do things, to perform basic tasks. So that means that you're more tired. So that's the reason why that actually can impact your overall energy levels, which essentially all of these things, they impact your overall quality of life. So when we're talking about muscle mass, yes, usually we're talking about it from the aspect of how it can change your physique. We're talking about body composition when we're talking about, you know, when we're referencing how much fat mass you have and how much muscle mass you have, we're usually referencing it, mainly talking about the way that you look and your metabolism. But it's very important to understand that the way that your body feels, the way that it functions, the overall mobility that you have and the quality of life is greatly impacted by your muscle. There are absolutely health benefits to that and those health benefits increase with age. So as much as, you know, I'm typically harping on muscle loss, you know, being affected by, you know, how it affects your increase in body fat, it's important to understand the bigger picture of having that muscle loss and the increased body fat leads to that sarcopenic obesity, which is when we talk about sarcopenia, and that's probably an entire episode in and of itself, sarcopenia and obesity, when you are sarcopenic, losing the muscle mass and having that effect on your bones and you're gaining fat, that's going to have that muscle wasting and obesity at the same time. And that is something that a lot of people don't realize is that you're going through all of these same issues that maybe someone that would have a really low body fat percentages. So someone that maybe had an eating disorder or was anemic and lost all their muscle mass, all of the internal issues that they would go through, people are seeing at higher weights. So you will have an obese person having those same issues of feeling those sarcopenic effects where your muscles aren't there to support your bones. And it's a very, very painful experience. So that is obviously an extreme health risk. And that's something that all of us are prone to as we age because of the fact that our muscle is constantly wasting away. So when all of those things are combined, when you start that muscle wasting earlier in life and you're gaining body fat, so many of those things are increasing because of the fact that when you're looking at the outside, it can distract you from what's happening on the inside. And that's the biggest thing that we're usually trying to accomplish here when we're talking about paying more attention to that body composition is realizing that so many of the things that start happening when you're older were already compounding from all of the years of losing muscle mass and thinking that it wasn't that big of a deal because we were more concerned with the outside appearance. We're more concerned with the layers of fat that are on top of it. And a lot of the 
behaviors that we're executing are because we like see this as such a emergency that we have to tackle. I got to get rid of this fat. I got to look better. And we spend all of our younger years only worried about the aesthetics of it and not worried about this key player that's going to come into play later and have this huge effect on everything. And that's the muscle mass. So yes, I'm usually talking about it in reference to how you look, but no, you are not doing damage to your body by chasing this elusive fountain of youth. You actually are chasing the fountain of youth. So you're just extending your youth for as long as you possibly can, which means extending your quality of life as you age. Aging, you know, getting older, actual biological aging is, you know, it's something that's going to happen regardless, you know, like chronologically, we're going to get older, but the what's happening beneath the surface, the metabolic aging, and even the biological aging can be prolonged, you can be younger than you are in chronological age, when you add more muscle to your frame. So you are right about that fountain of youth, but it doesn't have to be elusive. So hopefully this encourages you on your journey of muscle building. I know that it sounds like there's definitely some, you know, some back and forth going there in your own head about like, should I even bother doing this? It is yes, 100% totally worth it, even as you age. So that means no matter how long it takes, you are not wasting your time by going down this path and adding this you know, this muscle mindedness to the way that you are approaching your journey. So thank you so much for submitting your questions. You guys keep them coming and I will see you in the next one. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode and make sure you keep in touch. So whether that's through DMs or email, I would love to know what you felt about this episode or if you have topics that you'd like me to cover in future episodes. You can DM me on Facebook at EM2WL or over on Instagram at eatmore number two way less or via email at info at eatmoretowayless.com. If you're completely new to the Eat More to Way Less process, you can also grab our quick start guide at eatmoretowayless.com slash start. See you next time.